My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Listening to Scoopy Radio with Brendan Robinson. Scoopy Radio. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. A new guest. He's friends with Kyrie Irving, so we got to have him on the show. His name's Brandon Robinson. He's he's a guy who started out as a young NBA journalist and kind of broke through. Uh, you can find him a lot of places on the internet. He's Scoop AKA B Scoop Radio. Robinson. We'll talk to him next. You're listening to Scoop B Radio. I love it. Love it. All right, our next guest. Let's bring him in. Big guy on the NBA. He's got a podcast where he brings on big NBA voices, and he him and Kyrie Irving are tight. So I can't wait to talk to him about Kyrie. Brandon Scoop. B. Robinson, how you doing this morning, Scoop? Good morning, man. I'm blessed. How are you? I'm I'm a little depressed that the NBA Finals feel like a cakewalk <laughs> due to injuries. I'm curious. Let's start real quick with the Finals. Um, who's your leader for NBA MVP of the Finals after two games? Well, uh, I was tweeting about this last night. Um, I, I It would be cool to see. I don't think it's ever been done. I, I know it's been done in the All-Star game. Uh, I'd like to see a co-MVP with uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. You look at LeBron James last night, uh, he had more points than Anthony Davis, but his in- but Anthony Davis's intensity, uh, to me, uh, was, was really, uh, it stood out. Um, LeBron James was, was, he messed around and almost got a triple-double last night. And the thing about it that really Scoop stands B out to me is if you had to pick between AD or LeBron, I pick LeBron because of his leadership. I don't know if that's a statted voting uh, for the for the for the uh, NBA Finals MVP, but just the way that he is leading this team to me, I, I think it's a, it's, it's pretty good a, a sight to see that I that I really enjoy. Man, I, I like the way that this team is playing. I talked to Jeff Van Gundy on my show uh, the other day, and he said, "Man, this series is boring, but the Lakers <laughs> have earned it through and through." 
Yeah, I was surprised, Scoop, that Jeff Van Gundy, in game one, it was the third quarter, the Lakers were up by like 25 of game one. And he already started in with the LeBron versus Magic versus Jabbar. I mean, like, that's where we are in the series. Like, it's it's a, you know, and I'm not discrediting the heat. It's just that the injuries, I mean, have made this, like, not even close. Now, let me ask you, Scoop, your thoughts. Like, people are going to want to say, well, this is the weakest title ever. The bubble, no fans. The Bucks should be here. Uh, the Clippers didn't have home court. Where are you in the whole bubble finals? And are you in the camp of, well, you know what? This is actually tougher than any finals ever, or this is easier than any? Jason, you're in L.A., so I'll use this hip-hop reference. Uh, the Game, in his first album, uh, his song was 50 Cent. He said, hate it or love it, the underdog's on top. <laughs> Why does that apply? Because I believe that the Los Angeles Lakers are probably one of the most underdogged first seeds um, in history. I mean, this is a team two years ago. They get LeBron James. Space Jam 2 is a thing. You and I know about that. Then they find a way to get Anthony Davis. They, they, they bring in some of the other trimmings to the, to, the, to the turkey dinner, and you still hate. I remember sitting down uh, with a couple members of the Lakers throughout the course of this season, and they told me they weren't Troy Daniels. This was back in February. I was in Chicago. He's now a, a nugget. But he said, we're the most underdogged first seed ever. We, ain't a, we are not afraid of the Los Angeles Clippers. We are who we are. And I think that that has, to me, has resonated throughout the course of the season. I think that the Lakers, if it was any other team the, that played like them, like if you took their face and the purple and gold away from the Lakers and you put it on, say, the Timberwolves or say the Nuggets or say the Brooklyn Nets. I know we're going to talk about that in a minute. I think people will be in love with this team. It's because of the, the, the championships that the Lakers won. It's because it's LeBron. When you're on top, they're going to hate. And I think that's why they give them so much crap. I mean, this is the team. The, the Clippers were supposed to beat the Lakers this season in, in, in the perfect opinion of everybody. The, 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 the Milwaukee Bucks were supposed to beat the Lakers in the, in the minds of people. The Bucks didn't even make it to the finals. The Heat beat them. How much of this? I don't do you, think that I, I'm with you. I totally agree. But do you, you're saying it's Lakers hate, or are you saying it's LeBron hate, or both? Because I actually think both. it is weird how many people do not like LeBron James. It's it's strange. You got to be honest. Like anytime he has a remotely bad game, wow, come on, LeBron, he's washed. Like it's like they're rooting against him. Let me ask Scoop. Do you think a lot of this has to do with the social justice stuff? Um, I think this was before the social justice stuff. I think when you look at LeBron James, I think it's the way he came in uh, to the league in the minds of a lot of people. I think that people thought he was trying to be LeBron, uh, excuse me, trying to be Michael Jordan. I think that it, it was almost like you, you forced it down their throats that this was the guy that was next, the chosen one, the king. Like, who, who the heck do you think you are? I didn't feel that way. I think LeBron James, to me, um, he did it his way. Uh, Frank Sinatra said it best. I did it my way. And I think when you do things that go against Scoop the grain, you didn't, you didn't go about it the right way, people get upset. And I think that but, the but, social yeah, well, justice— Hold on, hold on, Scoop. What, what is the right way? Is that their way? Is that the old school way? Uh, you know, I, right way. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I've learned that, you know, when the data changes, when the times change, you've got to change. And LeBron yeah, has adapted, right. right? LeBron is driving this player empowerment, is he not? He has. 
I think that the only I think that that decision thing ticked a lot of people off. Yes, and I get it. But that was that was twelve. What was that? Ten, twelve years ago now. Yeah, but you know what? I think that like you talk to people. I, I'm 35. I talk to people in my in my parents' generation, my grandparents' generation, and they'll say, you know, I haven't watched basketball since Michael Jordan left. Oh. And I think that people always want to use that Michael Jordan standard for how they deal with other players. But here's the thing. We talk about Michael being the best. We talk about, you know, Magic Johnson being the best, and, 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 and they are in their generation. But I think we ignore Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a lot. Uh, and well, I think – Russell's kind of tough. I mean, he played in the league when there was, like, what, nine teams, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm with you on Jabbar. I have him firmly third. Um, a great legendary all-time player, totally dominant. Um, I don't know. I, I – it's tough for me to put Russell in the discussion. The league was so different, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think LeBron James, when it's all said and done, I think he, I've always felt that he was more magic than he was Michael. He was more Oscar Roberts than he was Michael. He just happens to score the basketball in ways magic did not, and that takes nothing away from magic. Magic is who he is. Magic got him to Los Angeles, so you got to give credit where credit is due. But I think at the end of the day, LeBron is LeBron. We have to stop always comparing one person to another, and enjoy their greatness for what they are. LeBron is probably one of the most, uh, he's a throwback to something we've never seen before. He is the epitome of a classic sports television programming of of just, you know, watching some of your old games. He has flashes of magic. He has flashes of, of, of Scottie Pippen. He has flashes of Michael, Penny Hardaway, Charles Barkley. He, he has a lot of those different components, and I think we should just enjoy him for what he is. And if and when they do win a championship this year, he earned it. I don't want to hear this asterisk stuff because they used that with the Spurs when they beat the Knicks uh, over 20 years ago. Uh, and the Spurs came back and won multiple championships after. The bubble is nobody's fault. We're in COVID-19, and, and, and we are where we are right now. Uh, all right, Scoop, let's get to your boy Kyrie Irving. Um, you, you know, you guys have a friendship, Kyrie Irving. I found it peculiar that he tried to nuke the bubble idea. Okay, we discussed Mm -hmm. it on your podcast. We don't need to rehash that. And and he couldn't even play in the bubble at the time. And now, as the NBA Finals begins, just as we're about to coronate LeBron, Kyrie Irving comes in and takes a shuttle shot at LeBron. And I don't want to hear his explanation. Why does it have to be about LeBron? Like, dude, come on. You played with LeBron. Like, I I, I don't know. what's And then the stuff about the coach, like, we don't need a head coach. We, uh, you know, I'm a coach one day. KD's a coach. Nash is a coach. Like, what are we doing here, Scoop? Like, I, it's getting tough for you to defend your guy. Well, this is what I'll say to you. I know that K- KD had that new unveiling of a podcast, and Kyrie was his first guest. Um, what I'll share with you is that um, I think in aggregation, oftentimes, what is said gets muddled in translation. Um, I think that the thing about the coach was confusing to me. The thing about, the, the, I guess, I guess the comment was was specifically related to, I guess, the scorer or or, or kind of just where some of the other players he's played with as it relates to KD. I think that that was Kyrie being a creative. I don't think that was a shot at at, at LeBron. I think that. Because Kyrie has said so many other things that people question in the past relating to the world being flat and just some of the other comments, I think he does not get the benefit of the doubt um, from other people. 
I think that the LeBron thing, though, was something that people really scratched their head at. But knowing the type of person that he is, I don't think that it was a swipe at LeBron. Um, I, 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 I know, I listen, I know it's your guy. You got to defend him. I, well, I, no, I don't. Okay, hold on. Time out. This okay. is a guy who demanded to be traded mm-hmm. from Cleveland when you're playing with LeBron. He demanded to leave Boston, even though he said he was going to stay there. Ah, Brad Stevens, great coach, no thanks. Great player, LeBron, no thanks. I something seems off about this guy, Scoop. But listen, I know it. You got to defend your guy. Something seems off. You can't just keep crisscrossing and hopscotching around and, and making the dropping these grenades and people like not think that you're taking shots at people. The demanding to be traded in Cleveland was definitely something he wanted to do. He and LeBron were not on the same page, but he has respect for LeBron. But here's the thing. When he left Cleveland and his trade request was made public, he felt as though, well, other people demand trades. Why are why are their why aren't their um trades made public? Why is it that people are picking on me? As it relates to Boston, um, I can tell you that Kyrie had considered staying in Boston. I wanna say like last season going through, through like December, he want, he was considering staying. But I'll tell you that he and, Ky- and Kevin Durant did go on vacation um, the, the, like in August and September um, of uh, 2018, and they had decided then, or at least it was a conversation amongst them and others, uh, that Brooklyn would be an option. The Knicks were never an option um, for Kyrie. KD considered it. But what I'll tell you is I know there were reports about All-Star Weekend being when those two had hatched that plan. I can tell you that that is true. I was with KD and Kyrie uh, at a Jordan party, and those guys were inseparable. So when you guys saw that video of them saying the two contracts and things of that sort, um, that was just a byproduct of the conversations that were being had Friday and Saturday of that weekend. They spent all weekend together in Charlotte, and um, you know they were they were hatching a plan to make that happen. I think that um, when it's all said and done, the Knicks were never an option for Kyrie because he grew up in West Orange, and he and his godfather Rod Strickland is a Nick, and uh, I think he knows what goes on with the Knicks. But I think at the end of the day, he wanted to create his own legacy. I think with the Boston Celtics, he didn't get along with the fans. Um, and the fans were upset because of that comment of, I'll come back if you have me. And I think that they hang on that word because it seemed as though he was going to come back. But in New York City's small claims court, um, I don't think that would fly. Uh, <laughs> it would be indicted for that. So it's interesting. Scoop All right, Scoop B, my main man on Twitter, at Scoop B. All right, Brandon, hey, thanks a lot for the time. And uh, enjoy what's left of the NBA Finals. Brother, thank you for the opportunity to be myself. All right, Brandon, take it easy. Uh Good stuff. Uh, well, let's just say we agree to disagree on Kyrie. I, I like that guy, Brandon, though. He's uh, plugged in, works hard. Uh, you know me. I always like a grinder. All right, coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Come on. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.